Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, and I can see our next guest also. It, we, I always feel like, Jimmy, you play music that our good friend Steve Sipple would would rock out to at some point That's in his life. So. Steve Sipple with Husker Online and 93.7 The Ticket joining us here on the 42 Degree Hotline. Sip, were you ever or continue to be a Red Hot Chili Pepper fan? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple songs. I'm not a huge fan, but there are, there are a few songs that are freaky good. Like freaky good. California Cation. California Cation. Yeah. California Cation yeah. is a, like a strangely good song. Okay. I, if, if, every time I hear it, I'm like, how did this is incredible art. Incredible. Oh, <laughs> uh, and they did, they redid, uh, till I reached the higher ground by yep. Stevie wonder. Yep. That's a banger. It's way better than Stevie wonders. I mean, it's, it, if I was Stevie wonder, I'd almost be upset. They, <laughs> they upstaged them. They took that. Yeah. Wonder song is kind of slow. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then the, the chili peppers took that song and just, Killed it. They yep. crushed it. But there are some Chili Pepper songs that I, I abhor, too, so I run hot and cold with them. Anybody that's seen them play Higher Ground live, it is... Uh... It was big on the X... Remember the X Games was a thing? I remember, like, the first X Games soundtrack that came out, Higher Ground, was, like, the first one, like, on is that the right? album. Yeah, because right. it, it would it would get the blood pumping. It would, it's a good one. I'm with you. It's, it's a good the, one. Here's what I've noticed. You guys have great musical taste. Oh, great thanks, music. Sip. Thank you. It's sir. it's really Jimmy. Jimmy's the one who's selecting those for you because we feel like we Jimmy, those are good. We we've got like a you know a feel like we we know you sip. We feel like hey, this is probably stuff that that uh, that, that sip can get down with. Yeah, and I didn't. You now I was getting in my truck. I didn't. What what song was that you were just playing? Uh, Sickaminga Nico from the Wayne's World soundtrack. Yes, when they're getting the car to drive to Milwaukee. It's to a Seattle lesser Cooper. known Red Hot Chili Peppers song, but yes. Yeah, I'd have to listen to. But that. it hits um, on a perfect yeah. day. It does. It's a pretty day today. Okay. It so. is it's gonna be this. It's gonna be like almost sixty. I don't know. Well, you you're you guys are you're way down south in Lincoln, so you're probably about ten degrees warmer than we are up here in Omaha, up in the north. Thirty-seven, <laughs> right? So it's twenty-six here. Mm-hmm. Okay, thirty-seven, thirty-seven. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Uh, hey, good stuff on Connor Booth. I want to get to here in a moment, but a big night for Husker hoops again. Trying to make it now two in a row on the road. Sip, this might be a wild claim on my part. I think if they are to win tonight, I don't think you got to do anything in Minneapolis. I think you're safe. I think a win tonight, maybe that's bold. I think Nebraska is pretty solid. Not only with their record, the resume, this being basically the last major opportunity to, to bolster the resume against Ohio State, but also the fact that every bubble team just is not doing anything to help their cause right now, too. Yeah, you could be right. And now you're talking about if you you, you don't want to lose out in the race. Obviously, season. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You you lose this game and then win the next two. Yeah, you yeah, or you win you win this game and maybe you just split one of the next two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think Nebraska the best way 
I've heard it put, is right now Nebraska would have to play its way out of mm-hmm. the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't see it happening because they're playing well. I mean, I was just saying on our show in Lincoln, it, don't overthink this when it comes to Nebraska. They're playing really well. I mean, they're, they're, they're really dangerous. I don't suspect that they'll – they don't look like a team that's – I mean, there's just nothing that would indicate they're about to go on a, any kind of swoon. Uh, in fact, they're just they're just, they just kind of caught a heater right now. Yeah. So I, uh, and I, you know, I hate to, I don't like it, and I don't throw out predictions. Oh, I don't like to do it very often. I like their, I love, I love their chances to win tonight. Um, it'll be tough. It won't be easy. They're not going to win by fourteen again like they did in Lincoln. But yeah, trust your eyes on this Nebraska team. That's what I would say. They're playing really well and they're healthy. One of the things I was I was talking about Creighton a little bit ago, and you know, a couple of guys over the last couple of weeks that have given him some some bench moments uh, between Jason Green and then last night Isaac Trout. I, I look at Nebraska in a similar way when I think of teams that are making a push for March. When you're able to trust more than maybe one guy off the bench, and I'm telling you, Sip C.J. Wilcher, which I, I think he's still going to give you another good game or two. I'm not discouraged by maybe the the lack of production here as of late. But the Jamarcus Lawrence uh, development off the bench, to me, that's it. that's a big development for this team as far as the type of success that they could have going forward. I, I think now you're looking at another guy, another guard, more importantly, that is playing in more of a comfortable role that he just looks like a different player right now. And I think that's huge for Nebraska. Oh, I totally agree. He's another weapon, and he's a he's a weapon now. I mean, he's a really good offensive player. He's good, another just another good shooter. They have a lot of good mm-hmm. shooters, you know, five or six guys that can really score. It's weird. I mean, I've always, I've said it before on your show. It's like I, in basketball, modern basketball, it seems like, I mean, they, there's guys that recruit guys that can't shoot. I mean, they can do everything, but yeah. they can't shoot. Now, Fred, Fred has recruited a bunch of guys that can shoot. And Jamarcus Lawrence is that guy really quick, real quick with the ball, but also, I mean, he can, he can fill it up from three, but he's a, he's interesting to me because he's a three level score mm-hmm. and he's not that big, but he can hit a three. He's a good mid range and he'll get to the hoop too. So he's a dang, Yeah. He's very dangerous off the bench. I totally agree with you on Wiltshire. I look at Wiltshire like, and I think about what Casey went through early in the season where Casey went through about a four game stretch where he was miserable. And in fact, Fred was pulling him. Yeah. And, and and I was saying on our show here, oh, hey, this thing this won't last forever. I mean, he's he's too good of a shooter. And then boom, he pulled out of it. He went for he went. I think he went for thirty somewhere. Um, I don't know, was it Illinois maybe? But but he pulled out of it. Wiltshire will pull out of it. Yep. He's too good of a shooter. And it's really a, almost a positive development. You could you could almost spin it in a positive way that his last few games have been subpar. Because he's still there, and he's going to emerge, and it's just another guy. It's just like an, a, another bonus guy that can hurt teams. Oh, they're they're this is going to get interesting, and it'll be interesting tonight. Trust me. If they don't win, it'll be a game that goes to the end. I I expect they'll win because of what we're saying. Uh, I know, and you wrote about this guy earlier in the week, uh, Connor Booth. Interesting to me, and it, it was also kind of. As I'm reading the support that Connor Booth is getting to 
give two sports a try. And for people who don't know, excellent baseball player too. He was recruited by some pretty solid baseball programs as well. That I'm also watching the the Chasing Three uh, Nebraska series where you've got Nash Huttmacher, who got the blessing from the coaching staff to wrestle. Now, obviously, I, I think there's a lot, Sip, that you could see somebody being able to improve their craft as a defensive lineman in what they can take away in you know one-on-one combat when it comes to wrestling. Baseball may be a little bit different, but one thing that I think we're learning with this coaching staff is if you are able to make the priorities work that this coaching staff they're, they're it almost seems like they're more appreciative i mean you got guys that are also participating in track too that they're almost appreciative that these athletes as, as rare as it is are able to take on two sports i'm curious what you kind of learned from connor booth and just that overall support and and what that kind of means for him in the future here well first of all i think it, this attitude about athletes playing multiple sports at Nebraska, playing football plus other sports, I think it comes right from the top. I think it comes right from Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Rule seems genuinely open-minded about it. Now, I've dealt with staff that in in recruiting a player like Connor Booth, they would tell him, yeah, you can play baseball. <laughs> but then when they get to campus, yeah. it's like, no, no, we don't want you playing baseball. Right, right. Um, but, you know, during the recruiting process, you're not going to try to dissuade him from it if you want him. But I think it's very genuine in this case. Um, I think they, now with the caveat and Connor addressed this, that if Connor Booth isn't playing, if he's riding the pine for Will Bolt, then no, you just stick to football at that yeah, point. Sure. But if he's a contributor, if he's playing outfield and you know, he's, he's in the lineup for, for Will's team, then no, he'll try to make both work. It's not easy. We saw it with Kyrie Cooper. Yep. Kyrie Cooper was pretty good. Now he's a good, he's a pretty good baseball player. He didn't, it didn't really pan out for him probably as well as he liked football wise. And I'll always remember Ted Gilmore expressing in a, in a public setting. I mean, after practice in a group, in a group interview with reporters, Ted Gilmore was the former receivers coach. And this was in the, I think it was that 2011, 2012 range. Mm-hmm. And he just said, we asked him about Kyrie Cooper, uh, you know, his development as a receiver. And Ted just said, I don't know. Uh, what can I say? He's not here. He's not developing. Yeah. He's over, he's over playing baseball. So it's not always, I don't want to make it sound like it's something that coaches always embrace. I'm on green. Amon Green wanted to play. He wanted to play baseball at Nebraska as well as football. And Frank and Tom didn't want, didn't, they didn't, they weren't down with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so some coaches are, some coaches aren't. Connor, Connor really wants to do it. And you mentioned he was, you know, he's, his baseball recruitment included Oral Roberts in Wichita State. Yeah. I mean, that's, he's real. He's a real, he's a serious baseball prospect and a serious running back. Well, and what's interesting, too, this is the the part that kind of surprised me because I know he was with the Nebraska Prospects last summer. Yeah. Usually you would get guys that will play spring ball, and then if they are going to even go between the two sports, they might give up the summer ball to 
get a head start on summer conditioning, summer workouts with football. But it sounds like, if, based on what I'm reading from your write-up, that he's actually going to play Legion ball now. He's not going to go with Nebraska prospects, which, I mean, they travel all, all the time. But he is still going to play baseball in the summer. Is that, that's the plan, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. But the prospect, I mean, I got the impression from talking to Connor that that's a pretty demanding schedule. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys, are familiar, you're familiar with Legion ball, obviously. It's, it's, it's not as demanding. Right. I mean, a guy like that, super elite level athlete, um, will find time to continue to develop as a football player in that sort of scenario. So it makes sense with Connor Booth. Very interesting kid. Um, he's, I mean, why is he interesting to me? Because he's a big back. Mm-hmm. When you, I interviewed him the other day out here in Lincoln, he was at, 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 at Slap Speed Academy, and he's a big back. I mean, he's big, six one and a half, two fifteen, that in that range. Um, very impressive. I mean, then you think about him in baseball, that big outfield, big rangy outfielder yeah. out there. So he's got it going. Um, he's one of three verbal commitments in Nebraska football's class of 2025. All, you know, all Nebraska kids. And it's a, anybody that uh, pays attention, it's a good look. These are, these are good, you know, talk, you're talking about Tyson, Terry, and mm-hmm. Caden Vermoss. They're off to a nice start in that, in that class of 2025 with these in home, with these in-state kids. Sip, I brought up that uh, I mentioned you know, Nash in, in that uh, Chasing Three docu or not documentary. It's just a, a series that Nebraska mm-hmm. Athletics, Nebraska Football is putting out. I know Matt Rule had said at the end of last year that he didn't know if they were going to do that again. And I don't know if they're still going to do it during the season like they did last year. But I look at this and what they're doing now in the offseason. I assume this will lead all the way through spring ball. I just don't really see any downside to it. Because also you're you're highlighting a lot of your facilities, but more than anything, a lot of the stuff that Matt Rule preaches about the overall culture and and sort of the connectivity with the coaches and the you know, coaches to the players, all of that seems to be on on display in a lot of this sort of inside look. Like, do you see any downside to this at all? No, there's really something interesting that, and this is why I like going on radio shows because I, I didn't think about this. So you were asking me the question; it just popped in my brain. What Matt Rule's doing at Nebraska is different than a than it's been here at a lot in a lot of years. And I'm going back to the Devaney years. Yeah. I, can, I can go back that far because I'm an old man. <laughs> it's Nebraska's always been kind of oh they've put up a bit of a fortress. Yeah, over times it's been, and I understand it. I'd probably be a little that way too if I was a head coach. Rule is. So transparent, it's it's it's. It, I guess I'm just going to say it's interesting, mm-hmm. and I, and I obviously in my shoes I like it. Um, he shines so much light into what they're doing. You know what's going on. I have a good, I have a very good feel for Matt's program because he allows you to have a good feel. Yeah, not it's not secretive at all, and I'm not. Again, I'm not knocking any of the previous coaches. It was just, and I do think it, at a place like Nebraska, sometimes it makes sense to be a little guarded because everybody wants in, mm-hmm. they, everybody wants to get, get a look, and everybody's judgmental. But not everybody's real judgmental. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So the so rule, rule has done this a little differently, um, and I like. I mean, and I guess. I would say it makes sense, you know, but yeah, it's, and this is just 
this is just part of it. What he's and I don't and I don't pay a lot of attention to what you're talking about, but I know that Matt is very open in terms of interviews. Like this spring, he'll be in, he'll be available a lot. Yeah, um, he'll be available to the media a lot. Remember last spring, it was Tuesdays and Saturdays. The head coach was available during spring ball. Yeah, yeah, and Saturdays. Yeah. That was incredible. And with with Matt, it's great too because he's interesting you can ask him questions and get very interesting answers he's not particularly guarded mm-hmm. he'll, he'll engage, he's engaged it doesn't mean that it doesn't i'm not necessarily this isn't a commentary on him as a head coach necessarily um and how effective he is because that remains to be seen at nebraska but he is very transparent and i think there's a lot to be said for that yeah, I, I just I think at the end of the day it promotes the program, and because I mean they're still getting the final say of what is released. You know, we understand that it's not like all of a sudden they've got you know their video group just shooting stuff and then they're just putting it out without any type of you know clearance from the head coach. But I, I just think the way that it promotes the program, but also kind of backs up a lot of what Matt Rule preaches about what he wants to see in the program is a lot of that I think is very organic content that seems to kind of. It, it, it kind of materializes. I, I just I, I've I've heard some people say that maybe too much access can be bad, but I, I think there's a benefit to having access to where you are still going to have the final say of what what sees the light of day and what you know you want to keep behind closed doors, which I still think they're right. doing. He's got to know what goes out, yeah. and I do think it. I mean, come on, what are we talking about? Mainly it, it, recruiting. I think it. Mm-hmm. I it's good. From I think it can be very good from that standpoint because they're not. It's it's going to be highlighting the positives. Yep. Um, you know, not everything that happens behind closed doors is comfortable, but not, not in football because football is inherently uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But there, you're not going to see the uh, the uncomfortable moments, but you're going to see some very real real moments in a program. And I think that I do think that can be valuable in recruiting. And we're in a day and age where I get it. There's a sellout streak, but you know, I hear from a lot of people that say it's artificial at this point. We are in a day and age where you have to recruit fans, in my opinion. You, you kind of have to yeah. now. I mean, it's, it's, Nebraska hasn't won at a, at a high level in a while. And I do think, I don't know if they, do, if they put out those sort of videos on social media with that in mind, but it, may, it would make sense yep. if they did. I don't even know if they would admit it if they did. Yeah. But it would make sense to me if that's part of it. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Sip, as always, appreciate you coming on. Have a great rest of the day, my man. Hey, you too. Thanks for having me on, guys. Steve Sipple with Husker Online and 93.7 The Ticket. Always good stuff with Sip. That's a great point he brings up, by the way. Of I, I look at the benefit of those videos, and I'm with Sip. I think it's, it's a, a great recruiting tool to use, especially with Nebraska, because a lot of that footage is taking place in the new facilities, and you're getting a chance to display that. If you're but a kid, you dig in. You're like, hmm, but he's I right about, see myself. He's there. right about new fans, too, because I, I think you know, growing up here, the one thing that we would appreciate is when you'd get a little bit more access, and however you could. Now, this is even before the social media. I mean, imagine if you had it back in the heyday. Right. And now with social media, you feel like, yeah, they can you know, send out maybe a, a quick little minute video of, you know, mad drills or whatnot. Yeah. Well, now you're taking it to the series where you have like, you know, 40, 45 minute episodes Get of an people. inside look. Yeah, I don't think that's I think a lot of it is for recruiting. But I also do think to Sip's point, there's a, a different generation of 
an audience in, in, a, in a season ticket holder or just a fan in general, you, you want to keep them excited. You want to keep them bought in on what is going on in the program. So you're going to let them in on the highlights and the things that you got going on to where you continue to sort of sharpen that appetite for the season that you want to be a part of it. You want to, So the more access, the more content that you can get out there, mm-hmm. absolutely that probably helps recruiting fans. Put it to you this way, uh, Nick, you and I are in our 40s, and Gary's obviously in that, that same area. Techni- we love the content, don't get me wrong. We'll, we'll eat it up, we'll watch it up because it's there. But we don't need that to be fans. But yeah. what Sip is saying, and this is and what you're saying, great point. What if you are... That 16-year-old, 18-year-old, 20-year-old, 12-year-old, where you hear about how great Mighty Nebraska was, but you don't have any recollection of that. You don't remember them in the Big 12, in the Big 8, any of the stuff that we talk about. What you know is what you know now. Minnesota's Mm -hmm. your most hated rival. (laughs) Rutgers is your most hated rival. But the point is you only know now. So for that fan to become like our generation and older, you have to bring them in. There needs to be a connection. Yep, there needs to be a connection. that first connection come to a game yep watch with your parents watch with your family and that's how it gets passed down from generation to generation but now you're utilizing the things that we have at our disposal today which is exactly that yep. listen if, if i'm looking to go to college athlete or not athlete and there's stuff on youtube i can watch just to kind of picture myself can i picture myself there yep. can i picture myself with these people coaches players student body any of that stuff and when you're able to digest that, like imagine if you and I were in high school right now. Well, we wouldn't be doing this. We'd be in school or we, maybe we'd skip. But it's a nice day. when we go home, let's say we're looking at going to a place for college and there's stuff that you can, it's the same reason when we were younger, you'd look at pictures on a website. Ooh, that looks pretty, but now you can actually be there. Yep. And so that's a bigger picture. That's a bigger thing. So I think it's great. Yeah, it's it's inside the more access. Stuff they put out the better. And yep. yeah, we think about in our younger our younger days. I get it. Yeah, I said the hate. And it's controlled but, content. We're not naive to think, oh, if, they just they just put stuff out there and what if Matt we got Rule to know Eric Crouch on YouTube yeah. as he was growing and ascending to what he ultimately ended yeah. up doing a senior year. I mean it's a control it's a controlled content generator, but it is content. It's positive. It is it's good. Yeah. And we like it. Yep, the, and it's not just about any of the people. I, I talk on the pregame show for Creighton. Those people at video at Creighton, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like people in this state, and I know it's all, it, it comes back to Husker Vision. They're all inspired by Husker Vision and, and the tradition and history of that. But everybody here, they all step up their game to put out content, and we, we eat it all yeah, up because that's do. what it's there for. Absolutely, we do. So now imagine a kid, and they put out and, this and stuff on right. like the when, TikTok. When you're not winning, games you got you need some other connection to to keep the fan base happy to keep in. those other fans yep we and, will and win is, and, we'll, and we'll show you how we're we're going to show you the process of how we're going to get it done and that's and how watch this that kid yep. continues that sellout streak into the new stadium and stuff that's the hope they don't know any other way that's the hope it's i i think it's i think it's great i love i love that they continue to do this we are full of positivity today yeah, we it's, are it's, we're basically like a, a zig ziglar it's not even friday yet either no. I mean, we're yeah. This is this is what we're doing. Hopefully, we'll be this positive tomorrow because Nebraska will take care of business on yeah, the hardwood tonight, it's Friday. Although you predicted them to lose, so oh, I don't yeah, know. You, they're going to lose out. I did uh, with a big smile on my face. Yeah, you'll lose Sunday. Yeah, yeah they're, oh yeah, they're going to lose out. And then the Fab Five is going to magically yeah. return, and oh, it's going to be rough. Who's going to ring mask and card? Chris Webber. As Gary said, on not only on Senior Day, but they'll probably uh, Juwan Howard. Will, he'll probably walk with. He'll his, walk. He'll with walk with his family too on Senior Day because it'll be his last game as a. I don't think he'd win all four years because it was Fab Five and it was a Fab. 
four, and Juwan was really good. So yeah. he, been, he was in the no, NBA he was there for like twenty years. years. So yeah. yeah, so he gets a senior night. All right. It's going to be his last game there. Uh, yeah, I love the Fab Five, so I'm not making too much fun. Speaking of college hoops, uh, a lot of teams in the bubble. Michigan, not one of them. But uh, we will talk about what did the look of Seton Hall last night do for their chances. Also, Nebraska, what do they still need to do? Uh, Justin Williams, who covers the bubble watch for The Athletic, will be joining us here in just a moment on 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.